This is the American Artson Podcast, where our goal is to spark creativity. Whether you're a musician, an artist, a writer, or an entrepreneur, we're here to provide you with tools, tips, and insight from professionals and creatives that you can use to inform and inspire your own journey. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the American Arson Podcast. We've got a great guest for you today. Um, we have Joe Calderon from the band Lightworker. Yeah, we got a chance to sit down with Joe, uh, talk about what it was like for them and us uh, to release our full-length debut albums on our respective uh, record labels during a global pandemic when we can't tour. Yeah, so we we shared a little bit of common ground there, and then we were able to get onto some lighter topics too, um, some pretty funny tour stories, and why you shouldn't eat too much pizza right before you go on stage. So, um, without further ado, here is Joe. Joe, what's up? How are you doing today? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing all right, hanging in there. Doing okay. Just yeah. think about how 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 the rest of us on on the earth are doing right about now in 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oof. just wading through this endless uh, this endless pandemic that we we we've talked about before. We kind of joked about in the first few episodes. We we're like, yeah, it looks like we're getting to the end of this thing, and then it's just every episode here we are talking about it again. So, <laughs> nope, <laughs> yeah. nowhere near yeah. it. But- <laughs> yeah no i hear you yeah no i mean it's, it's one of those things where it's just kind of like you know what it is it's gonna be what it is until it isn't yeah you know at least that's the way i look at it you yeah. know and yeah. so i mean just take each day at a time right you now so well, you can probably similarly to us attest to kind of the strangeness of releasing an album a, a debut album on a label let alone um in the midst of not being able to support that album how a band normally would like you know we i can remember when we kind of this whole thing hit we kind of hit up jason and at face down and we're like do what do we do do you want us to release this when we can't do anything like like yeah I mean, and he and it ended up working out for us and for you guys too. A lot of you know new eyeballs on it online. But what was that like for you guys? Do were you kind of like juggling the, you know, the do we do it or not kind of idea, or was it have there ever any hesitation? I I don't think there was. I mean, we I think we definitely questioned it. Yeah, without a doubt, you know. Um, but I also do think that you know, we, we have a great team over at Salt State and, um, you know, we, we, we just put our trust in them and, uh, you know, we just decided to release it and, uh, you know, we celebrated, uh, via zoom (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. and, um, and everything. And, um, you know, it it was, it's definitely, it's funny. You work so hard to get to a certain place, you know, and then all of a sudden it's just gone. Yeah. And, um, but you know, like we, we just make do and, uh, I'm, I'm sure you guys are, are doing the same as well, you know, in terms of like, just kind of, I mean, cause the thing is that you guys have gotten some great feedback too. Like you guys have been like, I mean, I, 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 well, you know, thank you, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> 
because I mean, I keep an eye out. Um, obviously, I'm a big, you know, Face Down Records fan. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, you know, I keep an eye out on all those bands because I care about each one of the bands. You know, as a matter of fact, I actually have your guys' LP right here. Awesome. Ah, <laughs> thank you dang, so much for supporting you. it, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, and um, so yeah i have it i have it right here i was like oh i'm gonna do show and tell so but <laughs> there you um, go. if you're listening just on the audio version check out youtube and you can you can see the goods for yourself yep yep so um and i see the test pressing behind you jesse so <laughs> i think you're the first person who's realized that jesse had the test pressing behind him he's had it behind him for like every i don't know episode. five or six episodes maybe every episode and i think you're the first person who realized <laughs> that that's cool <laughs> Oh, I'm well. I'm a huge like record nerd. Like I have nearly one thousand records. Oh, that's awesome. So I mean, yeah, um, that's that's right. You and uh, you and a couple of the guys in the Face Down family group are always going at it about your yeah. your collections. Yeah, exactly. So like I, I, you know, I've been collecting for for quite a while, and um, you know, it's it's a passion of mine. Uh, you know, I I see it as a. a a way of supporting the artists but it's also like a part of the experience yeah you know um you're able to read the lyrics while you're listening to the record and you're forced to sit down even in the pandemic like yeah we don't have much to do but you like <laughs> instead of like pacing back and forth you can put on a record sit down with the with the lyrics and actually read it mm -hmm. and and try to you know kind of connect with what the artist is saying and i i think it's almost uh an artful way to for the artist and the fan or the listener to kind of shake hands in a sense. Yeah. Because you can't, you can't skip tracks. Uh, exactly. And you, you, like you said, um, you're, you're listening to the album in, in a sense, in the way that the artist intended it to be listened to um, in the order that the artist intended it to be listened to. And I think in a culture, um, you know, where everything seems to be uh, about the single um, that's really cool. But like you said about connecting, um, you know, we, we kind of are, are reevaluating that whole process now too. Um, right. Because touring's kind of off the table. And, and two of the things that I've noticed um, have really helped bands connect has been um, the live streams and then also uh, music video, which is a way to get to see a band perform. Obviously it's, it's a stylized and cleaned up version of the performance, <laughs> but I just have to say yeah. you guys released a music video just a couple of days ago and it is incredible. Um, yeah. Really like it was, oh, thank so you. Good. was that, uh, now, did you guys use a lot of green screen or were you in front of led screens or, or how did, how did that work out? That was a, uh, yeah, a huge three paneled, um, led screen. Oh, awesome. Dang. And, um, and that was, uh, the video was directed by Ori McGinnis who, uh, and part of his team, uh, actually uh, includes uh, a dude named Michael who plays in a band called Forevermore that's also on Solid State. Oh, and, wow. then, um, and then another guy named Dana who sings for a band called Kingdom of Giants. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I know them. Yeah, they're, they're, they're sick. So, like, um, so it, it, and I've known Dana for, for, for a while, you know? So, like, when I, when, you know, when we went to, like, shoot and I took off my mask, he was just like, oh, dude, I know you. I'm like, what's up? So <laughs> it was like a pleasant surprise. That's among, awesome. Yeah, among like this weird time, it was like a really nice, pleasant surprise. Did you shoot in your local uh, area in California? No, uh, that that whole that whole thing was um, 
quite a daunting task. We had to drive. So we're, we're located in the Bay area, mm -hmm. like Northern California. So what we did was we drove, um, we drove down there. We left first thing in the morning and got there, uh, immediately set up, um, and then just started shooting. Are they and down then, like in the LA area or like Southern part of California then? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I guess I didn't say that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we, I... <laughs> yeah. people in yeah, California like... just assume we all know where everything's shot. Just, just down like, there. Just that's down like there. us yeah. saying like, that's like us saying in Michigan, like, Oh, I just went up North for the weekend. Yeah, what do you mean north. you went up North? You went like to the city Canada? above you? Like, yeah. Canada? Yeah. yeah. Like what's up? Yeah. You're like, dude, you went to Mexico to shoot. You the went video? down that's there. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We went, we went down to uh, Orange County. Cool. And, um, shot it down there and um and uh yeah so so we did that uh we, we drove uh like i said we left really early in the morning shot all day and then drove back the same night wow. we left i think at like 10 30 and got uh, yeah we none of us really got any sleep for like 24 hours it was it was uh it was quite an experience and then everyone had to work the next right, day probably yeah. then, you know <laughs> well no because we're in the middle of the pandemic but in, in a normal yeah. in a normal van story that would be the conclusion how uh how many how many times did you guys play the song that day oh <laughs> that's the I, best yeah, part I, isn't it <laughs> I, I would say i think we each did um at least i would say anywhere between 10 to 15 like takes yeah and then um and then me and the guitarist grayson uh since we do uh like the vocals there's like mm -hmm. you know uh the part with the cracked mirror yeah and so like that kind of goes in and out and so like he and i had to like do that so we had an additional um x amount of takes but to be honest with you it was a really good experience awesome it was, awesome. It, was it was really fun um the uh the crew that worked at the facility was awesome i mean it was funny like we i mean we listened to that song like five million times that night or that day and um, the crew, even at the end, was still like every time, like just yeah, you know, just <laughs> that's like awesome. that's awesome. Because I was gonna, say, I feel like there's there's sometimes like that we'll we finish shooting a video and I'm like I think kind of think to myself in the moment I'm like man we need to just start picking songs that we do not like to shoot videos for because by the end of a shoot I just don't want to ever play that song ever again i'm like the second i hear evan start playing the intro at the next show or something i'm just like oh God, like, yeah yeah I'm like no but that's that's cool it was a great experience was that your guys's first time working with like a full crew on a video and stuff like that or um we've did kind of like a like a diy music video well, we did a few diy music videos mm -hmm. actually um there was only one time where we had like some help with uh like the like a you know a crew like it was like a two-person crew and that was cool but this was like the first time where it was just like we all we have to do is you know just play the song yeah you know and and that was that yeah. was cool just be just be um, a performer just do your thing now are yeah. exactly are you uh, are you the uh, the type of vocalist who um sings it full out every time through or are you the type of vocalist who mouths it um along to the <laughs> or are you just not going to give that away you don't have to give that away <laughs> um 
maybe it's the punk rock in me, but I need to be able to at least be like singing something. So I might not be doing like the full bore, right. but like I'll I'll be at the very least like fair. yeah, especially during the screaming parts. Oh yeah, because like during the screaming parts, because I mean like faking those faces and expressions, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but nothing's coming out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, the only thing I the only thing that makes me like I hate strawberries, so like the only way I could make that face is if like I remember eating a strawberry. I'm like oh. <laughs> Next like, t- next time we 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 see you guys play live, I'm just gonna bring a whole like container of strawberries. Yeah, just to get your right just to get an angry stage. performance out of you. We just like really <laughs> want to get them fired. Up. <laughs> that's a get that's a tour prank. Call me a strawberry. <laughs> if anybody's listening to this and they want to have a pull a tour prank on Lightworker, just riddle the stage with strawberries right before their set. Yeah, if touring was actually a thing, that'd be super funny. <laughs> Maybe yeah. someday. Well, dreaming. Well, here's the thing like when when this thing is you know all said and done like i mean i think it goes without saying that we're going to be sharing the road yeah together oh absolutely <laughs> like, i hope I, so i look i look forward to that you know i look forward to just uh just playing shows and getting into some some uh you know maybe pg-13 mischief you know <laughs> <laughs> absolutely if you if you heard uh one of the last episodes of our podcast uh evan and his brother have a a hookup in a in a local town where apparently the 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 thing to do is go pee in air conditioners on roofs yeah yeah so, yeah I so mean... if, if you ever if you're ever on tour and you have a hankering <laughs> to make an elementary school smell really bad because the joke could probably be on you because those kids probably aren't even in school right now they're probably all at home so, <laughs> so i guess maybe we can jump fences and pee in people's air conditioners but again as my brother said it wasn't us it was the locals arrest your own people probably the statute of limitations yeah. has passed on that but please don't arrest us <laughs> And we kind of we kind of alluded to it a little bit, but first of all, congratulations on the solid state signing. Um, oh, thank you. And and tell us tell us a little bit like was that was that something that had been brewing for a long time? Had you guys been in contact with solid state and or other labels, or was that kind of out of nowhere and they just reached out and you already had the album plan kind of a thing? Um, yeah, our story's kind of um, kind of cool, I think. Um, <laughs> um, especially this day and age, I, I feel like um, w- one thing I, I'll say about our band is that we really thrive on making relationships and being friends with people and uh, getting to know people and not just, you know, j- just so you can, you know, like say, oh, I know that that dude, you know what I mean? Or I know that person or whatever. Yeah. It's It's like like all of us in the band are good friends. We're, we're always like, we, we talk to each other. Uh, I talk to them more than like my own family, to be honest. Um, I mean, I kind of have to, uh, you know, I I think that's kind of what happened was we, um, we knew we were going to start writing and um, I had, I've known the Phineas guys for a long time. And uh, there, at the time, he was their new guitar player, uh, Daniel. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he's a seasoned veteran. And, um, you know, he was like the only guy. I mean, we knew each other, but we were we were like more acquaintances, you know, um, just because, uh, you know, at shows, things are always busy and, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And um, so but this was like the first time where um, I was actually able to sit down uh, and talk <laughs> to him. And I said, hey. Um, I, you know, like 
I've seen that you posted about, you know, producing and working on records and we were wondering if you'd be down and he was all like, okay. And, um, and it was kind of like, it was like tentative. And then it, got, it grew to the point where actually at a Facetown Fest that year, we mm -hmm. solidified it. Was that 2017? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 It was, it was 2017. We, we solidified that, Hey, this is what we want to do. You know? And so as, as we, uh, started recording, um, it was a combination of him coming up here and, uh, to, to our area and us going down to, uh, Southern California where he, he resides. Um, he decided to kind of give a little sneak preview of a track, um, to, to our A&R rep, uh, Adam Scatula. And um, he was, and apparently Adam told him like, "Yo, keep me, keep me posted." Oh, cool! And, nice. And so we were just like, "All right," like you know, we, we were just kind of like, "Oh, okay," you know, like it, it was just one of those things where we're just like, we still got a long way to go. Like we have, but you we knew have you to, were on like, the radar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think um, now that I think about it, I don't think that was ever. I don't think that was ever something that was really at, at the forefront of our minds mm -hmm. while we were recording. Cause you were just focusing on making the album. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was, it was a, it was a really fun process, but it was also a long and, and difficult process uh, for many different reasons. Uh, Lightworker has been through a lot, um, you know, since its inception and um you know, uh, we, we've had guys that, you know, joined and then they decide, I mean, it's like any other band, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have like, uh, people leave. Uh, I think that we had the, our original guitar player leave and he and I were the main writers. So that was nerve wracking at first. Cause we didn't know, like, I, I didn't know if like Grayson and I would, you know, mesh well together writing and whatnot. And, and, um, just just so many variables and so many questions that we had and and um but it worked out and you know and we just as time went along we just got to know more people through daniel and whatnot and uh before we knew it um yeah we 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 were offered a contract and uh took a look and uh we signed and um we said no yeah we said give no more. give us 10 times more. <laughs> yeah we want a uh, ten album deal. Exactly. No, I, I, um, I think um, I'm trying to think because that was twenty. Because it, and this actually goes towards what you you were kind of commenting on the Facetown group earlier, Jesse. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into that in a second, um, mm -hmm. if you're cool with it. But like, um, but it took us uh, a couple of years to write this record, and um, because we, you know we're very meticulous about it and we wanted to make sure that everything was just made sense. And, um, yeah, we wrote the record for two years, but then we got offered the contract in 2019. Okay. And then, um, and then, you know, we signed and then everything started, you know, like moving forward and then COVID hit and Hey, yeah, everything's all good. Now was that so, was the album uh, done? when you got offered the deal or were they, or were you just, Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, we actually, it's funny, like, yeah, we wanted to show them it because it was, we, we, we spent our own dime mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we did everything. Uh, we were literally waiting for the masters. Um, I think it was like one or two days and then that's when they began to hit us up. Awesome. Um, awesome. and, yeah. uh, and we wanted to like, kind of, you know, have a nice little bow and everything and, you know, handed in yeah. yeah but um but they they were they were just like ah no we you know like well look, you know if you, if you guys are game let's do this and i was just like i <laughs> 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 yeah no uh to be honest with you it was a pretty uh emotional thing um it was funny like uh the night that we signed the contract you know we we all celebrated with uh with a little whiskey in hand and uh there you go yeah and we and we not on zoom and, right because this is when you're allowed to actually see people and go to places yeah this was in <laughs> this was in october october 2019 right, right. <laughs> so um and uh you know i i remember like you know like we all hugged each other and we're just like dude i can't this is insane yeah you know yeah it was it was cool like just the, the vibe was super cool that's awesome especially with like i know you being kind of a huge fan of the scene whether it be through face down or some of those solid state bands it, it must have been cool knowing like you know having having grown up or like spent the last you know couple decades listening to i mean obviously bands on face down but like i'm sure many of the solid state and tooth and nail bands over the years and stuff like thinking yeah. like man now we're gonna be on this label that so many of the bands that like i've followed or we've followed over the years like have been on or i you know some of my favorite albums came off of that label and and such exactly and i've kind of said this before but it was almost as if like you know they kind of let us into the club you know and (laughs) for 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 whatever reason we were just kind of like oh us okay (laughs) <laughs> okay <laughs> like like and so we, we we you know we were just stoked and um and i think that's the thing that that uh, it, i mean it, it's funny like the the director of uh our music video was just like you guys are so happy like just stoked like and we're just like dude we're just i mean like this is so new to us yeah. you know we're just like you know we're we're just like he was all like you could tell you guys are like a younger band but you guys are also very um genuine yeah, well, genuinely I, happy i guess yeah like we, we were just like you know because we we're we were just like joking around with the crew and everything like that and you know i mean we yeah it, it was just we're just really stoked you know just like uh because we're all i mean it's a given that you know any musician loves music but i mean like we're music nerds like nerds like it's it's bad dude i need to get help <laughs> well you're <laughs> active you're active in no the, you um, need to feed it yeah, yeah you need to feed it more you're active in yeah. the labeled um you know uh podcast group and you're active in the face down um uh family appreciation group and stuff and it's you know even even before i heard the news um it was very obvious that you know you just love supporting the scene and, and you love to, to um, push forward and amplify, you know, other bands. Um, and I remember hearing also that you kind of grew up in a, in a similar tooth and nail solid state era as me listening to bands like 
uh, Further Seems Forever and MXPX and and those kind of bands. And so um, I think it's really cool when when a um, when somebody who's given so much and devoted so much to uh, amplifying you know that scene um, is uh, sort of has the door opened to them. The only thing I feel bad about is I wish you could you know, fully step through that door right now into the, uh, and, and be able to yeah. tour with all these bands and, and share the stage with all of them. Though I, though I did see, um, you guys have had some, some pretty rad shows over the, over the years when, when bands roll through California, um, seems like you've played with a lot of really cool bands, but, um, but yeah, yeah. hopefully. Any, any favorites, any, um, any more, most memorable ones? I know it may be hard to pick one, but. Probably the, the most memorable and it's actually kind of tragic as to why it was, was uh, we opened for the Ghost Inside, oh, and uh, this is uh, it was literally a, about a week before they got into that big car, uh, yeah. big uh, bus crash. So uh, yeah, we opened for 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 them, and they were so nice, super nice guys, and their drummer super tall. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, but yeah, it, they 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 were awesome, um, and then. Actually, I hit. I think I hit Evan up uh, about playing a show right before Facetown Fest too. Um, and um, yeah, I think we weren't going to be able to get out there in time. We were in like Colorado the night before or something, and we weren't going to be able to get out there in time. It w- that yeah. would have been really cool. Yeah, I'm always. You know, that's why I like. I I'm always looking to like, especially you know, like Facetown bands. I I feel like bands our size, the only way to get you know through is to team up together mm-hmm. and just be homies you know Absolutely. and you know like it, it there, there's literally been times where you know i see opportunities and i tell like i tell bands you know like yo do this mm-hmm. you know because it's it's gonna be so good for you and um you know so our final show before this covid thing and it was funny because it was supposed to kind of kickstart this record cycle in a way yeah was because we played a new song for the first time um it was empire actually the one that we did a video mm-hmm. for oh yeah and then um and we played with Deathbreaker, comrades and dens and it was so much fun it was like an old school like floor show <laughs> uh they and That's um awesome. and it's funny because the actual like the the actual venue uh, I I'd been there before because I saw like bands like Me Without You and Pianos become the teeth there. Oh, cool! And yeah. Eighteen Visions and yeah. So like, but it's funny because the room we played in was the merch room for those bigger bands. <laughs> so That's um, awesome. And so, but but uh, and so the big stage is like, oh man, it's awesome. I mean, it's like eight hundred cap. Oh wow! And uh, so, but but this this room is is like literally just. Uh, I mean, it's just a room. When you hear the word room, you're like, all right, maybe you can cram, you know, like maybe like 50 people in right. there. Yeah. And and it was just super old school. And um, seeing those bands. Uh, Man, I miss that. Being able yeah. to just pack a few dozen people into one small space and climb on Hell top yeah. of each other. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. And and that would have, I mean, that, that was just the best. And we were like, after we played the show, we were on such a, you know, like I, you know, we were on such a, uh, we were all so happy. I remember our drummer lives in San Diego, so he lives uh, quite a bit farther than the rest of us. But he, that was his first show actually with us. Wow. 
Um, and, that would have been um, a, a killer experience <laughs> to welcome him aboard. Yeah, and he he uh, that was his first show, and then like his name is Ryan. Ryan's kind of like a man of few words, you know. But when he said something, like it, it you know, people listen. Mm-hmm. And like we're all standing outside, and I was like, "Hey, dude, did you have fun?" He was like, "Yo, dude, that was sick." And we're just <laughs> like, "Yeah, dude, <laughs> like that's awesome." And then you know, literally about a week later. Um, we started a week, week, week and a half later, we had shelter in place. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, and here's the thing, like, you know, not to be, you know, divisive or, or whatever, but like, you know, I've, I've lost some people to COVID. So like, uh, to me, I'm just kind of like, you know, it's, I know it's a sensitive subject, but oh, yeah. that's, I think that's part of the reason why I have the mentality that I do, where it's just kind of like, you know what, we're just going to get through it when we get through it. And mm-hmm. we're until then, wait it out and... yeah, until then, you know, we're, we're just going to have to, um, you know, keep our heads up high. And, um, you know, honestly, music is even without the touring stuff like that has still kept me busy, whether it's, um, you know, like the face down group, um, which I was extremely active, especially during the first like two months, uh, where we you know, literally I, didn't have anything, anything to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was, uh, cause I almost felt like kind of a responsibility to, um, to kind of like post content for people. Cause I knew people yeah. were looking for distractions. And so I started posting a bunch of pictures of my own vinyl collection mm-hmm. and yep, I like, that. yeah. And because like and then and then I and I was like oh I can take this a step further I can just have people vote on which one they want to <laughs> yeah. see first because I have so many and that, that um, was really cool yeah it, it was awesome because I I was just like I just wanted people to forget I wanted them to have some sort of semblance of normal yeah. you know and you know I don't know if it worked I just I but I did my best and uh, you know that's and and you know music has been there for me too like for whatever reason, um, an album that really has helped me recently is uh, the new album by Misery Signals. I'm not sure if you guys are into them, but like I, I personally, I love it. And you know, they're they're usually a pretty like darker band, you know. And this album was a bit different, and some of the songs just have been extremely uplifting to me. Um, and it's not even coming from like a particular, uh, I guess, religious or, you know, sect or anything like that. It's just hopeful, you know, in general, but like the yeah. way I interpret it, it just, I don't know. It's, it's been, it's been a very positive thing for me. Um, and then uh, I think also what was rad was uh, getting your guys' vinyl and Deathbreaker in, in, in the mail, because it was one of those things where I was just like, dude, you know, like, indie labels are taking a hit right now you know and so for me uh like when i got when i got the record i was like sick like awesome like and i think that's (laughs) one of the things that has been really rad for me to see is that even though the you know this covid thing has happened uh and a lot of terrible things have happened but a lot of people especially within the face down community have really stepped up and like supported you guys yeah and supported the other face down bands and um it meant even more, like you said, like when we got the word the other day that the vinyl sold out, I was just kind of like, holy crap. Like, yeah. 
we went from thinking like i'm like i'm sure a lot of bands have released music during this time of like all right like here it goes like it's probably (laughs) not going to do much like we'll get a few streams that first yeah we can't sell copies of vinyl. like one of the big things behind us deciding to do a vinyl release was we had all kinds of like massive festivals lined up for the summer and stuff and all these big appearances and we were like we're going to be able to sell these like hotcakes at the shows and then I would I personally I know Evan could probably echo this and I'm sure you could too like I was kind of nervous after that of like this stuff is just gonna sit (laughs) yeah no especially for us as younger bands you know like where it's just like interaction is a must, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be able to, you know, get music and merch into people's hands and have like, like good, good communication with, with listeners and just make new friends, new homies, you know, was that, and, uh, uh, was that the reason behind putting out the video now, or was that something that was planned pre COVID? Because I noticed it was obviously for the lead single, empire but you you held that off you know several months and then just released it recently so the reason why that was held back was because of covid like we we were actually in the plans of like we were we were originally going to fly out to georgia to do the music video out there with the director out there but when covid happened because we were do that i think like in april Mm -hmm. that way and then and you know hopefully have like a music video boom you know for june you know or or like the announcement or something like that and um it just crumbled and it just got to the point where you know we all got on the phone as a band and with our manager and we're just kind of like dudes i mean we you only get to do your debut album once yeah we all kind of measured each other's like comfort level and whatnot and uh i i kind of came up with the idea of like let's find a director in la i mean it's la you know, yeah. <laughs> like I heard there's a few of them. Everybody's there. a director. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So just I was walk just down like, the street, <laughs> ask other, every other you see, and one of them's bound to be a director. Yeah. Exactly. And so, um, and then, uh, you know, and then we got really lucky with Ori and, uh, you know, I, I I'm not going to lie. Like I, I'm definitely the most cautious out of all of us, like the four of us, like I would say me and Grayson are, um, you mean like COVID cautious or, or yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, just because like um, we also like his he he has parents that are a bit older, and then uh, my mom is a recovering cancer patient, mm-hmm. and um, so it's just kind of like, yo, like anything I do also affects my family. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so like we all had to be very cal- we all we have to be very calculated, especially back then because there was a lot of unknowns. Mm-hmm. You know. We know more now. We know more as as time goes forward. But like, right. um, but you know that's why. Um, but we decided, okay, this is the plan, and then break. And you know, and we hit up the label, and we're like, hey, if we're able to find a director that's willing, would you guys be be you know down to you know like for for us to do this? And you know, like they they were like, yeah, dude, like let's do it. So. It was, it, to be honest with you, I think um, that's one of the most positive things that have happened in 2020 Yeah, was that music video shoot because of the fact that for a while, just for a moment in time, however fleeting, I completely forgot that there was any of this pandemic 
stuff happening. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people, and that's powerful. I think, um, even though it's not the same as, as playing live, I think people do appreciate just having an opportunity to visualize, you know, the, the band that they're supporting doing what they love to do. Um, and, uh, the video has been received very well, it, it seems so far and almost kind of, I think reignited interest, um, in, in the single and in the album as a whole, um, because you're presenting it in a different way. Um, and so I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I think that was, you know, like just to go on record here, you know, like we're not a Christian band. I, I am a Christian personally. Mm -hmm. Um, but like God, God is the man, you know, like he, he figures it out and he's just like, you know, or he has it figured out, you know, he's just yeah. like, yeah, this is going to happen, but don't worry. I'm going to sprinkle some of this goodness right over here. <laughs> and then like, on your, I'm going to sprinkle some of this goodness on your timeline, you know? Yeah. And, um, he, he's, you know, he's, uh, God's a trip and I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm super thankful, like, for for everything uh you know that we've been afforded you know and uh i yeah i, I almost find it like that's why i take the lyrics that we write very seriously and i i was reading it through your guys' lyrics also and i was just like dude these, these are legit because <laughs> i'm very much a lyric person so that's what you know like i find like there's a, an immense responsibility to like write meaningful lyrics and they might not necessarily be um the most positive but they're gonna be i'm gonna give you the truth as to what's in my heart mm -hmm. and my mind and i feel like you guys did that with the lyrics as well because there's some some of the lyrics that i've read it's funny like i could almost see that as a conversation between believers mm -hmm. where you guys yes you guys are both believers but you guys are maybe on the opposite side of the fence okay and I, and and i think that was that to me that's that's extremely important i think because that's another kind of fellowship that i think that you know folks have a hard time especially particularly within you know uh the christian world they people, folks have a hard time recognizing sometimes that your theology might look different than theirs you know and, or that um, a, a band might have, you know, Christian members, but play a mainstream festival or like, you know, or oh, whatever, dude, like, that, or be, you know, fellowship with, have friends or, or be in fellowship with people that maybe aren't of that same standing, you know. Exactly. And that's the thing is that like, I, I mean, you know, for, for, for me, I mean, you know, I don't want to speak for the rest of the guys in my band, but like. Well, they've said it was cool that, that I've said this. So, like, you know, but the rest of them aren't Christians, you know. And, um, but you know what? They're some of the greatest guys I've ever met in my life. I consider uh, Grayson in particular, like, my brother, you know. Yeah. Like, that dude has, has had my back and has done more f for me than, you know, that's not blood-related than, than anybody on this planet. You know, um, and awesome. yeah, and and you know, I think um, that's. And, but you know, that's why I really enjoy your guys's record because I feel like, although the 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 Holy Spirit is obviously in there, I feel like you're definitely speaking 
to a certain group of folks that definitely need to hear that message. And I was, I'm really pumped on that. And I just wanted to, you know, just kind of thank you. Thanks, man. Throw that over to you. Well, yeah, since we're so. since we're on the topic, um, you have uh, discussed. I've listened to a few different discussions that you've um, that you've had um, the lyrical themes on your album, uh, but in particular, I think a song that's really relevant right now. And I don't know if this went into choosing it as a single or not, but Empire and and just talking about what it's like to sort of uh, exist in the, in this digital age. Can you talk about that a little bit and, and what kind of motivated you to write that? Yeah, I, I think it's, in many ways, it's easier than ever to be a human being. But in many ways, it's also very difficult because we have these new technologies that are extremely, I mean, like computers have only been around for a handful of years, you know, like it's a very new technology in the grand scheme of things, you know, and um, it's something that, you know, and then all of a sudden now we have, you know, phones and, and then after that, it was just like, oh, now you can have music on your phone. Now you can, you know, browse social media now I'm on a freaking Zoom call with you guys, yeah. <laughs> you know, like on a phone, you know. And um, I, I think that we can get really lost in what, I mean, and then these companies, what they do is they, you know, like you go on YouTube just to watch, a, you know, like a music video or something like that. You know, you might want to watch, you know, like an American arson music video. And then all of a sudden you oh, get, you like, wouldn't want to uh, do that. <laughs> you might, he said you might want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You might want to, oh, or, you know, and, and then you, you kind of just like, you're minding your own business. And then all of a sudden you get an ad that is just like not relevant to you at all. Telling you that you got to be this, you got to be that mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. And you know, Empire, uh, the reason why it's spelled that way um, is because it's basically just kind of burning the status quo to the ground. You know, Empire with the P-Y-R-E. Like a funeral pyre. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's really cool. I never like, caught that before. That's cool. Yeah. And, and, and you know, just uh, because although, again, like technology is great. I mean, I don't know how I would be dealing with this pandemic if it weren't for technology, you know, like I wouldn't be able to have this conversation with you guys. I wouldn't, I would have, you know, like look at the face down family group, but at the same time, you've got folks who are consistently flashing their lifestyles, uh, you know, with, with, you know, money and stuff like that, or, you know, like promoting things that are just not either not attainable or, or they, they just disgusting, you know, and, but it, it also, it, it's also, uh, and now we'll, we'll get into, you know, kind of what was commenting on, uh, in the face down group today, where it also makes people feel entitled. And, um, and I think, and, and, and that's why, you know, to wrap up the portion about empire, you know, that's why it says, you know, I left my soul to this world where they bled it dry of design. Cause that's what happens. You, you just get so, you can get so depressed and just lose any desire to actually do any kind of good. You become obsessed with becoming something that you weren't even sure that you wanted to be in the first place. Um, but, uh, but, you know, but it also, like you said, with the, with the negative comments and whatnot, like, um, or like entitlement where people are so used to having everything right now, you know, Amazon prime right now, I want, you know, 
uh, I want food right now, DoorDash right now, you know, yeah. like, you know, just like uh, it, it, Though it, I do love know, getting my Chipotle delivered to the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for I sure. Say. No, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And I agree. Like, it's cool. But like, there's then people are just kind of like, I said extra walk. And, you know, like, <laughs> and then just, just losing it over like, burrito guac is very serious though <laughs> i mean yeah especially if you're gonna charge me for it yeah well, i don't mess yeah. around with with chipotle anymore man just go to Qdoba, <laughs> get all the queso you want get all the guac you want i'm not paying you extra money for for queso and guac i'm going to Qdoba. <laughs> yeah no, if there's any conspiracy to to get upset over right now it's it's the extra extra charge for guac at chipotle yeah, dude, and it's been going on for a long time. <laughs> it doesn't go away. I don't know how they haven't been caught yet. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, like, you know, bringing it back to, you know, like, pe- people, like, with artists especially, um, especially when, when it's when it's us, like, you know, who play, our the, like, our instruments and whatnot, and people are just like, well, I want that record. And it's just kind of like, dude, I want to make it for you too but like yeah. i want to make sure that it doesn't suck yeah. <laughs> yes that and like i think as people i mean kind of alluding to what you're saying we you know we're talking about uh someone had had you know kind of implied that a band had taken too long to get an album out and and me and joe had kind of agreed in the comments about it um but like i think people forget too as artists like we like especially i guess artists at our level we all have like families or and or full-time jobs outside of music some of us multiple jobs outside of music and so we're not sitting down and saying all right let's make this album and then taking every single day all day all night for the next two months to write and record an album exactly we're we're saying okay hmm i work you know for those of us with you know maybe a a typical nine to five like okay i work nine to five i have you know family or dinner time or whatever for a couple hours then i got you know a couple hours to squeeze in some writing before it hits midnight and i got a few hours to sleep and get up and do it over again like Mm -hmm. you know or maybe some time on the weekend like people i think don't realize how much life happens for for bands at that mid-level kind of um and it is interesting to see <laughs> see it and it was cool actually the way the guy that had made that original comment kind of came around and was like actually yeah like that's a good point i never thought of it that way and i was like like it, no one got angry at each other and called each other an idiot or like like <laughs> yeah. you know screamed profanities at each other over facebook comments but like it is interesting that sense of entitlement that maybe the the digital age has given us yeah definitely and it's it's one of those things also where it's just sometimes as an artist sometimes you get tapped out too between regular life and then you know having to you know, deal with whatever comes your way. In this case, it's like the pandemic. Like, I mean, that already takes a lot of emotional energy, you know, and 
personally, I just can't turn on my creativeness. You know, I can't just be right. like, oh, I'm going to write a song today. <laughs> I, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. And, and, and like, and I wish it was that easy and also like that simple and to, and to write it with meaning, you know, like, and that's the thing. I don't ever want to phone it in, you know, like at that point, then you're not doing music for the right reason in my opinion i think we could all come up with if if someone told us you have to come up with 10 songs in the next month like we could all probably write 10 songs in the next month but would they be songs that one were the best possible product that we could put out or two were meaningful enough to us that every time we got on stage or and played them or heard them played back to us that we would feel like proud of that that right. you know release or connected to it like could churn out a a million pop top 40 hits like you know that are just about the most general topic ever but I personally could not churn out a, a million or even one top 40 hits. Don't, I've never, lie I've never turned out a single top 40 hit. So I personally he's, he's couldn't lying, do that. He's lying because I've heard his scratch lyrics about pizza and, and, and different, you know, food and, and drink topics. So we could absolutely. None of which were top 40 hits, career. by the way. Because they haven't been released. I'm telling you, we got a career in writing commercial songs for Little Caesars and Domino's over here. Yeah. Jingles. <laughs> yeah. American jingle. No, that's, that's, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I, I, I hear you. And it's, it's one of those things also where I, I know, especially for our guitarist, Grayson, when we finished writing the record and recording it, he was like, I'm not, the only time I'm ever going to pick up the guitar now is to practice the songs that we have written. And cause he's all, I am spent creatively. Yeah. Like I, given my all and i mean you know how absurd it would be like to you know demand that you know i guess movie directors to, to do the same thing like yo like write and record uh you know write a screenplay and and you know direct this movie and you know do one a year like nah like you need to be able to decompress i mean there's a reason why you know like Quentin Tarantino, I think he says he's going to retire after his 10th one, uh, 10th film. It's like, cause it's the process and it's not as daunting and, and as, you know, like changing as making a, a movie, but it's still like anything creative. It is, you know, I mean, and, and that's the thing that kind of like emotionally, physically, and mentally draining. Yeah. So that the, one of the biggest challenges was, you know, I got sick when we we're tracking vocals and when I get sick, it basically cuts off like the top 15% of my vocal range. Yeah. And if I keep doing it, it just thrashes my voice even more. And so like it cuts off another 5%, another 5%. And I had to power through it. And what's kind of cool, this is a little factoid, there's a couple of notes in there. If you listen carefully, you can hear my voice. It's kind of gravelly mm -hmm. or kind of like almost distorted, but it, kind of i mean it, it was terrible for me but it's <laughs> the, the, the recording sound cool yeah no, so, I, but now you guys you guys used a, a separate producer specifically for vocals correct yeah uh we worked with bo burchell sayosin right yeah yeah he's in sayosin uh the the guitarist in sayosin and uh he's also done a lot of great records too we we got really lucky with the team that we worked 
with. Um, all the instruments were uh, produced by uh, Daniel Gailey from, from Phineas slash Fit for a King. And then um, Bo Burchell from Stanison uh, produced the vocals and mixed. Nice. Um, and was there a, did you guys make that decision going in and you, you knew that was the plan or was there a reason that you decided to do it that way or? So um, one of the things that um, we wanted to, to make sure of was that we had somebody who understood uh, the dynamics of like vocals and whatnot. And, um, and uh, when we showed our manager, like what we were doing, um, and some of the vocals and stuff like that. He's all, dude, this stuff is like almost there. But I think if you guys worked with a, a guy that, you know, specialized in vocals, um, it would just take you to that next level, whether it's like making sure that you're getting the right harmonies or um, just getting the right performance out of you to like make that song that much better. Um, you know, that, that would be a really good investment. And that's something you guys should consider. And um, he recommended Bo. And uh, yeah, it was it, it, it was probably the best thing that we could have done. He, because um, it, it, it was cool because w when he heard my, my range, he was like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so like, he, he was like, okay, so um, can you hit this note? Like he would like, so, like a just ask me, can you hit this note? And he would like, Paul said, oh, it. And he's all, but can you do it in your regular voice? Yeah. And I was like, bro. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's try. I got like, you. Yeah. And then just like, no, no, more like, I hope so. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and, um, and, you know, and then I would hit it. And he was all like, see, I knew you could do it. He's all, all right, let's do that. I'm like, okay. And then we would just do it on the fly. I was going to say, having been in Seosin, he's he's worked with uh, a couple vocalists that have had some pretty ridiculous range. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can only imagine what his uh, baseline is. No, exactly. You know, like, I think that was one of the, the more, that was one of the challenges because the first night we got, uh, the first, our drive down there, I looked over at Grayson and I was like, dude, I hate to tell you this. I'm getting sick. Uh. I can just feel it. And then he was just like, are, are you sure you're not just tired or something? I'm like, dude, I know myself getting sick. And he was just like, okay, well, here, why don't I drive and you try to rest? And, mm -hmm. you know, like everybody tried to take care of me. You know, like uh, Bo took us to the grocery store. We started to make like this, uh, I guess, vocalist elixir, you know, natural. <laughs> and, um, and to be honest with you, it, it helped a lot. It helped a lot. And okay. um, is that a is that a secret uh, patented recipe, or is that uh, is that in the vault? You're not allowed share. to share that. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll share it with you. I'll share it with you. Uh, <laughs> I need to get the recipe again because it's been a, a minute. But I'll, I'll share. It it's not you. just it's not just like Cheez Its and and gummy bears and, and yeah. almond milk, right? It's, <laughs> it's all yeah. It's it's all dairy, cold <laughs> cold dairy. <laughs> just a gallon of chocolate milk. Yep. Yes. No, uh, but he, you know, and, and it was, it was just, it was brutal because, he, uh, you know, the first, you know, the first day we had a really good day. We actually, the first song we tracked on vocals was actually Empire. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and he was just like, and the vibe was awesome. But when I left the studio, I just, my throat felt so raw and be only because of the cold. 
yeah. that I, that I was, and then like the next day I came in and I was able to do it, but it was noticeable that like that range went, dude, yeah. it was, it's, it's kind of like, you know, when you're playing an RPG and your HP levels going down, like, because <laughs> you, like you're poisoned or something like that. That's yeah. what happened to me. So, um, and that's, and, that's how we're going to compare the rest of our recording sessions. <laughs> it's just a new, each day is a new boss and you just, <laughs> <laughs> that's how, long can, how long can you last? How long can you last? Exactly. No. And then, and then, you know, um, so I actually, we actually called it in the middle of the, the, the vocal tracking session and we rescheduled it for, um, for about a month later. Mm -hmm. And I came back and, you know, we were able to do it, but towards the end there too, I started to get sick again. Oh man. And, and, um, you know, luckily, uh, we got all the main stuff that we needed out of the way, but, um, you know, uh, like, so some of the screams and stuff like, uh, were, uh, done in, in Grayson's, uh, old place in his, in his bedroom and we sent it out to him and, and he was able to, you know, make that work. But, and, and, and that, that's, I think the, one of the most valuable things that we learned through this recording process is like, you know, the best practice is, to kind of you know get a couple of songs recorded musically under your belt and then do some vocals and then that and then you can go back to recording more of the instruments that way your voice can rest okay and everybody's different you know everybody like i know dudes who like they don't warm up at all and they might you know like have a bunch of beer before they go on stage <laughs> and you know they play the best set in their life and then there's me where like if I have a, a beer or something like that, I am dry like the rest of the night. I, 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 I you probably know what I'm talking about, Evan. Like you know, you, you don't have that kind of moisture that you need. Yeah, you know, and that doesn't um, happen to me after after a beer, but I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but you see, but I'm, the, yeah, I'm the guy. So. I'm the guy who doesn't warm up. I'm the guy who drinks a beer before I go on the stage. It's not. Uh, no, I mean, see, and that's awesome. See, I wish I was like that, Evan. Like, I, I wish I, I, you know, like, you know, could just show up and just be like, what's up? You know, like, <laughs> let's do this, you know. But I, it forces me to be healthier too. So, yeah. which is good. Like, drink more water, drink, you know, um, and whatnot. So, but like, yeah, if I, yeah, if I, if I even have like just a couple of sips of beer, like, you know, and I'm not even really a drinker, but like once in a while, especially if you're at a show, you know, like you're, you know, some people want to buy you a beer or something like yeah. that. And you're just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll have a beer. But like, you know, if I just have like a couple of sips before a set, like, yeah, it's like not good. You know, like, especially <laughs> for the screams. Like, yeah. it's just, it's just like, oh man. Uh, but like, uh, are, are other you guys beer drinkers? Yeah, I I love I love the craft beers IPAs in particular. So, but uh, nice. it's not like we're throwing them back before we play uh, or anything no. like that. <laughs> we 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 typically Woo! wait until after. That's a, I'm I'm like that. Not even just with beer, but with with food. Like I can't eat much before a show, or I am gonna be in deep trouble on stage. So I've got I've got a funny story for you. So like um, with me and Grayson's old band, we were uh, we were doing like this mini West Coast tour, and we stopped in Portland, and um, everybody kind of just 
broke off into like uh, the every band just like had like a dude that you know they just kind of hung out with you know mm-hmm. and Grayson and I like he was the only one who could tolerate my snoring so we just did everything together <laughs> so like you know we would share like if we were crashing somebody's place or, or like got a hotel room or like you know we had to sleep next to each other in in a vehicle like you know he was the one because he he's just like a log so um you know and, and with food he was just like oh dude yeah i want pizza or something like that and, and i'll be like let's go so we and like and that's my thing it's like i want to try pizza from everywhere that sounds like tour yeah you honestly yeah. sounds like you're the third member of american arson right now you want to try pizza from <laughs> there's, everywhere it, is there's a legitimate chance that the entire four to 12 hour drive whatever it is between shows will be spent with every person that's not driving on their phones looking up places to eat in the next town <laughs> exactly so dude see this is why we got a tour together because i know we're gonna have fun. so oh, yes so then um so i i, t- I told grace and i was like dude there's this pizza place right over there it's like a little hole in the wall like you know let's go and so we went and we got this like we uh you know like he and i we can eat you know so and then we we're just like um all right they were like all right so will that be like a small and then we're like make it a large <laughs> you know like yeah and so we just start eating and um and then we have to play the show and we go up on stage and um you, you guys probably got like a glimpse of it in the music video but we don't necessarily stay still right yeah we're you know, playing and i played bass in this band too okay. and backing vocals and we were like headbanging and stuff like that. And I mean, mid headbang, I just felt like just <laughs> like totally. And then, and then, um, and, 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 and then I just looked at Grayson and, and he and I were like, like a little pale, you know, like <laughs> just kind of like, and we get pat off the set. And then uh, the guitar player in that band is like, like super like, He's super about clean eating, all that stuff. And right, he's right, like, right. hey, you guys slow down there a little bit, huh? <laughs> and we're just kind of like, shut up. Like, you know, I was just like, yeah, dude, I, I threw up in my mouth, dude. And then he was, they were like, well, what did you do? And I, like, I had to swallow it, dude. What, I mean, what, what are you going to do? do? <laughs> Honestly, it would have been pretty metal if you guys, if you guys could have both thrown up at the same, you know how for a long time it was like, uh super cool to like uh choreograph dance moves choreograph the dance moves in metalcore it's like the two guys that yeah Yeah. the crab corn at the same time honestly i can't think of anything more metal than if you guys just synced up your pukes just like right when the breakdown hit just (laughs) (laughs) and then just kept going like nothing happened absolutely didn't even acknowledge it i'd buy a t-shirt yeah just (laughs) <laughs> yeah. here's, here's the merch item that i want lightworker to make now just you and grayson like on the front of the shirt head banging towards each other and just barf just... bros it just says barf bros under <laughs> barf bros <laughs> barf bros exactly california no, barf it's... bros oh man bay that, area that barf was... bros there's your t- there's bay area your... <laughs> i'm into it i'm into it i'm gonna have to remind him of that story uh and uh he, he he'll he'll laugh like that that was you know, and we were we were a lot younger than back back then too. Like you know, we since have like cleaned up quite a bit in terms of our eating because you know. Well, like, now if we tour together, I'm just gonna ask him and also you like an hour before the show. Like, hey, there's this pizza place down the road. <laughs> you, you guys want to go to some pizza? What's uh, <laughs> what year? What year did Lightworker form? 
uh oh shoot or how long have you uh, and grayson been playing playing together this is super trivial why i'm asking this so don't think about it too hard because this is going to be really dumb oh okay gotcha well our first band was back in the late late 2000s and then uh the second band he joined up in 2014 2015 2014 so there you go so there's your there's your tagline the top of the t-shirt is bay area barf bros and then at the bottom since 2014 established in 2014 i thought you were going to go in somewhere meaningful with that no 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 yeah we already got through the meaningful stuff (laughs) yeah now we're just we're into bodily fluids at this point <laughs> oh man no i mean i have so many stories man uh, like like on our first tour because the thing was that like we were just we were stoked but the thing is that i was very accident prone back then yeah so uh basically what happened was uh, we were at the gas station and um you know how there's like the little divides that have like the trees and in like maybe the little stones that you can jump on you know like yeah. to, to get across nature nature in the gas station parking lot <laughs> that's exactly that. <laughs> and so i you know everybody in the band was just like kind of hopping over and like onto the other curb and i was like i'm gonna be cool too so i'm gonna hop over and i hopped over and then i stumbled and i just i tried to like get my footing and what i tried to do was i kept falling forward what i tried to do was kind of you know like do a super mario and just use my legs to push me up but the thing was that i was already like on my way down so i pushed myself this way so my legs are here so i was falling down and then i pushed my legs down like this and then i went and i went sideways straight into a truck tire And I freaking split like my lip. I still have the scar, and uh, and it bled so much. I will never forget. The dudes were laughing so hard. But and then when they when I when I like turn around, I had a tire print on my face. They they, I mean like like they one by one stopped laughing because they were just like, oh my gosh, you're bleeding a lot, dude. <laughs> and um and it, and it and it was just a small gash, but like that small gash was just bleeding so much and because you uh, launched yourself like a torpedo into a truck tire (laughs) dude like all of my body weight like just the way you you describe that of like (laughs) (laughs) yeah like dude i just completely launched myself into it and uh, watching this on youtube head over for our intense hand motions yeah no it was it was brutal like i like they actually afterwards they were like dude we were concerned like you couldn't talk yourself out <laughs> like <laughs> like i dude i went into that thing hard and uh did you, ca- you did know, you actually catch the rubber or did you get like a lug in the tooth or something <laughs> oh no 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 thank god no 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 i i uh it, it was just uh like the ba- kind of like uh I got a little bit of like the actual uh, grooves, you know, in the and, oh, right, like, part, right, yeah. part, you know, it was just like, it was only like the corner. It was like, just, just checking and, the tread, just down here, checking the tread. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stand up all just casual, a lot of tread left on those tires, man. You're, you're good to go another, another 5,000 miles. <laughs> the dude is just walking out from the gas station back to his truck. He was, and he just, he, <laughs> he was like, that was the thing. He, he was like walking out and then he sees me like on the ground or like at least getting help up. And he was like, dude, are you okay? And like, I think he was with, with his wife and I'm like, I'm fine. You know, I'm pissed. You know, like, I'm just like, I'm fine. And, then, like, my, and then I think Grayson or um, Grayson or, or, or our drummer at the time, like uh, this is our old band, but uh, 
the drummer of that band like basically just went to the bathroom and got paper towels and then they were just like handing it to me and I was wiping it down and they were like wiping the blood while I was wiping all the freaking like car like crap yeah. like that you know from driving around and uh and I just felt bad like because I, I they were just trying to be nice to me the uh the 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 couple or something and I was just kind of like I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> like wallowing in self-defeat but anyway that's my story that's incredible you know we we you remember the time we got we were in a parking lot at like two in the morning in the middle of nowhere in Ohio on our way back home and we were all running around just kind of like loosening our legs and uh and cops pulled up just to check and see what we were doing and there was blood running down my arm just gushing down my arm we were in Sinkin's van and we, everybody turned around and looked at me and I was like what and we looked at my arm and it's just covered in blood i'm in like a white t-shirt so it's like smeared and i'm like uh, uh, this the, i promised like six dudes in the middle of nowhere ohio with blood all over their shirts at two in the morning just running around in the parking lot lights is not suspicious at all <laughs> just doing your, your best andrew wk impersonation just soaked in blood yeah. and sweat no we i mean we've asked a lot of people to to share two tour stories either on the podcast or in or just you know otherwise and uh it usually involves some sort of vehicle breakdown or some sort of interaction with like a crazy local i gotta say that is the first time we've ever heard of somebody <laughs> propelling themselves <laughs> headlong <laughs> into a, into an object so you you definitely get points for uniqueness of your, <laughs> your, your yeah dude it's funny because the way that Grayson and I moved back then, I mean, we, he still does because he has a guitar in his hand, but like, it, it was funny because we never like actually like, well, I did hit my guitar player at the time, not him, but the other guitar player in the head real hard during the middle of a solo one time. Oh. That was pretty sick. But like, um, but otherwise I, we never hit anybody, which was insane. And now, now looking back on it, if you watch that live footage. So like, but I did a real good job of just, launching myself into that that good year so <laughs> that's awesome man well thank you so much for for coming on and and sharing not only the uh your sincerity and your heart and and, and but also um the hilarious horrible things that happened to you as a result <laughs> of, of being in a van it's like we my uh my brother who's on before was joking about like man nobody's gonna want to be in a band after they listen to this podcast and they're like Dude, all you do is you get sick and uh people cr criticize you online no, and here, you fall into other people's cars point, you and eat until you're sick yeah, you eat until you eat you're until sick. You're no, sick. the first time he got when we the first story about getting sick wasn't his fault. He was just sick. So, but thank you so much. Please, um, please send us uh, that uh, vocalist concoction, that recipe that you got. I want to take a look at that for if we're ever allowed to do shows again. And and uh, what are you guys what are you guys looking forward to once this whole thing wraps up? Got anything planned? Yeah, um, we've got things planned. Um, and then that's pretty much Things. what I can say as of right now. Okay, <laughs> um, no problem. But, but but we have more content on the way for sure. Cool, cool. A lot more content. Cool. And where can people find you if they're if they're interested in it? You guys pretty much everywhere. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, just just uh, hit just us up. Lightworker. Yeah, it's uh for for um, I think it's Lightworker Band for our Instagram. If if people want to follow me, it's at Joey Deets. 
with uh, D E E T S. Um, you know, feel super free into to, bug spray. So you guys can follow his account for <laughs> straight up. Well, I, I need it because, you know, like after being around like tires all day and whatnot, like flies are just gravitating. <laughs> just coming toward towards me. You. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everybody, please check out the new music video for Empire. It's incredible. Um, and, and you it's, it's, you know, the closest thing you're going to get to live music anytime soon. So you need to do yourself a favor and turn off all the lights, turn it on, on, on your TV and pretend like you're at the show. Amen to that. <laughs> thanks guys. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, Joe. Have a good one. We'll see you soon. All righty. See you guys. Right, bye. Thank you for listening to the American Arson podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to leave a positive comment or review. Connect with us online through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter. And check out AmericanArson.com for music, merch, and upcoming tour dates. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay inspired, stay positive, and keep creating.